every time she smiled it made me smile which is actually ironic because like the movie ends with her smiling but i wasn't able to smile at that point because it was just really depressing but in general whenever kim going smiles it makes me smile she's really gorgeous it's not an amazing movie but it's not a waste of time basically i think it would have been better for me to just take it as a sad ending than have that ending that gave me nothing y'all probably have watched it before me um we are talking about tune in to love just a disclaimer so i actually want this to be a recap but i'm like 90 percent sure that i'm going to forget something so it's not going to be a solid recap it's going to be a type of recap that even though you listen it won't take away from the fact that you can still watch because i'm not going to give you everything <sighs> anyway so yeah i watched tune in to love on july 11th i started the night of july 11th and i completed it the morning of july 12th so technically i completed it on july 12th i was going to rush it like i wanted to watch it on 1.25 speed but i ended up like just watching it on regular speed because it was so cute uh if you don't know who's in it jung Han and kim goon are the two mains i will read the plot synopsis towards the end of this episode but i'm going to just tell you guys my thoughts about it once again this is not a solid recap because i doubt that i will be able to give that to you guys but yeah this is definitely another chill jung Han type of content the two other dramas I have watched of Jung Hyun were also chill. Um, we have Something in the Rain or Pretty Nuna Who Buys Me Food and also One Spring Night. They are literally warm and chill. Like That's a perfect way to describe it. And this movie also has the same elements as the dramas I've watched of Jung Hyun. I think Snowdrop is quite different. <laughs> Guys, you know, I was actually tempted to watch Snowdrop because my sister told me about it. I was like, dang, I wish I could handle it. But anyway, I'm not going to watch it. But yeah, so if you're a fan of Jung Hyun, check it out. You know, I'm just going to answer the question right now. Is Tune Into Love worth watching? It is worth watching. However, it was actually depressing to me. I don't know if I regret watching or not, but I just wish we had more at the end. It has a happy ending, I guess. It's happy. To me, it's an open ending, but I guess people consider it to be a happy ending. Okay, this might be a spoiler, but the last scene is literally of her running to go find him. She smiles at him and he takes a picture of her while she's smiling. I'm like, okay, what the heck is that? <laughs> like, it doesn't tell us if they end up getting back together. I mean, I guess we can read between the lines, but sometimes I just wish there was like a definite answer. And if they showed it for sure that this is what happens, because I mean, we can all just assume that they end up together and they live happily ever after. But I just wish they gave us more on the couple. In this movie, there were a lot of depressing things that happened because the two mains, so Kim Go-in and Jung Hae-in, they both go through a lot of challenges, I would say, that keeps pushing them apart. But then they always meet by coincidence and rekindle whatever they had. And then something happens again that pulls them apart. And it's just like a cycle, a never ending cycle. That's why I think it was depressing because I feel like even if what they showed at the end was like happy, I'm pretty sure if we kept watching, something else would happen to pull them apart. And I kind of appreciate it because it's somewhat realistic. I guess it happens in life sometimes. I don't know. I was looking for a very romantic, fluffy content to watch and it just didn't satisfy being fluffy it kind of satisfied being romantic but in a depressing way <laughs> so right now i'm just going to give you guys a very basic recap of the movie and what i remember so the first 
Scene is um, Kim Gwon. She works with you know what? I don't even know what relationship she had with that lady. I don't know if that was her aunt. I think according to what she said, it was someone who moved in with her and her mom, and then they're almost like family. Basically, they own a bakery. And Jung Hae walks in and he asks if they have something made out of soybeans. So apparently he just got out of prison. And you know how some people eat tofu? I actually don't know the story behind that. But he was asking for something like soybeans. They didn't have it. <laughs> it was actually funny because she was like, will soy milk be good? And he was like, sure. And then she opened the fridge and she realized that she didn't have any. But anyway, that was their first encounter. And I think this was set in the year 1994. And something to know about this movie is we have a lot of different time periods. So yeah, it starts out in 1994 and we have a lot of different years. I feel like I'm just repeating the same thing. Anyway, Jung Hin plays a character called Hyunwoo and Kim Goen plays a character called Misu. So Misu is working at the bakery. He walks in, he asks for something. She doesn't have it. They leave and eventually he gets hired as a part-timer at the bakery. So as they're working together, obviously they become close. You can see that they kind of have feelings for each other, but they never explicitly say it. Then it's time for Christmas and someone comes looking for Jung Hingin. It's one of his friends and it has something to do with the reason why he went to prison. Anyway, he goes with his friends and we kind of see like a flashback of what happened. One of their friends got pushed off the roof and obviously died. And I think they put the blame on Jung Hyun, And that's why he went to prison. He kept saying that he didn't do it. And a big part of this movie was that no one believed him. So he really appreciated it when people actually believed what he was saying. So yeah, um, he feels really guilty about it. And that's why he ended up leaving with his friends. Because you know, one of them was like, it's because of me. He got out of prison this fast, blah, blah, blah. I don't think they ever explained it but what i'm guessing is like they testified on his behalf and they were able to get him out so he leaves he actually acts as if he could be paid in advance which doesn't make sense to me because when he asks for that and they give him the money he leaves but he doesn't come back so i'm like what do you mean in advance you're not working anymore so <laughs> you basically just need to borrow money but anyway so he leaves and he doesn't come back which is really sad when he goes with his friends they go out drinking and they get into a fight so basically you can just see like his friends are not technically a good company he keeps saying that they're good friends and they're good people but from what they showed us they're just like typical boys who are troublemakers <laughs> i think that's the nicest way to put it now we have 1997 and the bakery is closed and Misu is now in college. Oh my gosh, I was so excited to see Jung Jin here because she was actually in this briefly. They showed her like three times in the entire movie. Anyway, I was just excited to see her because I didn't know that she was in this. I actually didn't look at the cast before I watched it. I just clicked on it on Netflix. Um, one thing I do want to say about the opening scene, I think I should give you my thoughts as I talk about it. I was just shook. I was shook that there was no prejudice. So like even when he asked for the job at the bakery, they were so open. And they just received him. I thought like there would be some prejudice about the fact that he just left prison. But the aunt or the friend, whoever she is, she's really, really, really nice and receptive. And I was like, wow, if we could all be like that. Like, I don't even think I can be that open. It's a shame. Yeah. As I was saying, I was happy to see Jung Yoo Jin. Anyway, so Jung Yoo Jin is Misu's friend. I don't know. They didn't establish their relationship, but they're both in college. And Misu gets a job and i don't really understand what her job was but it wasn't particularly what she wanted to do 
she always wanted to be a writer. It was something relating to writing, but she wasn't doing the writing. I think she was doing the editing or the printing. It was some type of job that was actually hands-on rather than doing the writing. Anyway, so she gets a job. And then we see that uh, Hyunwoo is also working. I guess he works in like a moving company. Like they help people move or whatever. So his boss tells him, please go drop off the books at the library. He goes to drop off the books. An old lady is there. And she has to go home and they ask Jung-hee to take her home. So he gives her a piggyback ride, which is so cute. And as he is taking her home, I think the neighborhood that he goes to is the same neighborhood that Misu is. And like I said, the bakery is closed, but I don't know why. I think Misu also stopped by the bakery and they end up meeting over there and he's like okay i'll be right back i can just go drop her off and then he runs back it is so cute because then she's like did you run and he's like no but you can see him panting it's so adorable they were so cute they were really cute i think i was definitely satisfied in the romance aspect but like i said it was just really sad for me but i still got the romance that i wanted anyway so that is the second time that they're meeting so the first time is their initial encounter and this is the second time that they're crossing paths again they basically talk about like why he didn't come back, whatever, whatever. And he tells her that he did want to come back, but because they got into a fight and whatever, he just couldn't bring himself to come back or he literally just couldn't come back. I think someone stopped him. I don't really remember. Actually, I'm trying to think, did he end up going back to the juvenile center? Is it juvenile or juvenile? Anyway, did he end up going back to prison because of the fight? I don't remember. So anyway, they actually go to her apartment, I think, and he spends the night over there. She wakes up before him and she creates an email account for him, which is really funny. So she writes the email on the paper and <laughs> she forgets to write the password, which is so funny. Anyway, I think she's like, okay, let's meet up. But he tells her that he is enrolling, enrolling, enlisting in the military the next day. So literally the time that they're spending that night is going to be the time that they spend together in a while until he comes back. And I think that's why she creates the email for him so that he can contact her. But because she forgets to give him the password, even though she is sending him emails, obviously he cannot open it because he doesn't have the password. So yeah, this is one of the barriers that happens. He goes to the military, he comes back, and I think now we are in the year 2000. And they have renovated the place, literally. Like, they have demolished the old buildings and they've built new things in different places. So where the bakery used to be is no longer where the bakery is. And I know when he comes back from the military, he actually goes to her apartment but she moves she moves because i think she gets a new job anyway so even though she moves she always sends him emails like even though he's not reading it obviously she keeps sending him emails and i think he ends up discovering the password and the password was her student id number that night that they spent the night together kind of when he just slept over when she was putting in her passcode for her apartment, it was actually her student ID number. And he asked about it and that's how he knew what it was. So he actually rents out the same apartment that she just moved out of, which was so cute. So anyway, he responds to one of her emails. You know, they're both excited. They get on a call. He just found a new part-time job, but it was kind of sketchy. And it ended up turning out to be something that wasn't right. But anyway, he had like a part-time job at a gym. So they call each other and they're like, okay, let's have another call by six. But the thing is, she is calling. He doesn't answer. And we see that a fight breaks out in the gym. 
and it is because it's a sketchy work. There's just something really sketchy about it. I don't really remember the details. So that is another barrier that stops them from meeting again. <sighs> anyway, I think that night, uh, Misu also sends him another email and she is like, actually, if something good happens, you can contact me then because I don't like my life right now. You probably don't like your life right now. So let's not meet up. Let's only meet when something good happens. In my head, I was just like, the heck? But I think that's something I would also do. <laughs> so I don't blame her. Fast forward to some years later, Misu now has an actual job. And I think it's a job that she really wants for a publishing company, if I'm not mistaken. I think she's still an editor, though. So she is working there. And then I know that they say there's a group who is going to start working with them. Hyunwoo is part of that group. So once again, they meet. They start dating uh officially this time she even takes time off of work to spend time with him he takes her to his apartment which used to be her old apartment it is so adorable remember her aunt who she used to work with she no longer works at the bakery obviously she works at a marketplace and i think it's like a restaurant that she owns right now hyunwoo goes to see her and she was happy i just really love how receptive of hyunwoo she always was like she didn't have any judgment she didn't even ask like why did you leave with my money or like why didn't you come back why haven't you paid me back kind of thing it was just like she was just so happy to see him bro don't hear is so adorable like when this dude smiles he's such a baby he's so adorable anyway so that's that and then from this point on everything's like going smoothly they're happily dating they live together there's actually one annoying character to me in this movie and it was her boss I don't know if he actually liked her. He was just really irritating, but he would always tell her, like, I'm going to get you to fall for me and blah, blah, blah. It was so irritating. And it made me more angry because of something that's about to happen. So right now they're happy, blah, blah, blah. I know that Hyunwoo ends up going to hang out with his friends again because I think it is either the day that the friend died the friend fell off the roof or it is his birthday one of those two and i think they have a tradition to always go give money to his family the dead friend's family and hyunwoo goes with them and he drops it off it's really depressing because he's telling the aunt or the sister like please believe me it really wasn't me like i didn't push him but it's not a very nice encounter he comes back home, but he leaves his phone in the van that his friend came to pick him up in. But he doesn't tell um, Misu where he's going. He doesn't tell her about it. So she's calling him. He doesn't answer. Then his friend picks up and she basically goes to get his phone for him. And this is when she finds out everything that happened in the past. So his friend tells her about the past this was so realistic bro i just love this scene so much so she gets his phone for him obviously he doesn't even realize that he doesn't have his phone and she puts it on top of the tv for him i think he gets out of the shower and he's like oh there it is so he gets his phone he doesn't even realize that she's the one who put it there and she's just like kind of waiting for him to tell her about his day because she's asking so yeah what did you do today and he's like oh i went to see my grandma i mean she already knows the truth she just wanted him to be open about it but it was really hard for him. I just really loved that scene. So anyway, she obviously doesn't like the fact that he lied to her. So things start to crumble and she leaves. She actually goes to visit the dead friend's family. And okay, this part, I was kind of like, why is she invading his space? And why is she crossing the line that he has drawn? I know people say like, when you're in a relationship, you have to share everything together, your happiness, your sorrows, whatever. But I think I'm the kind of person who would keep it to myself because I don't want to burden other people. 
So it actually pissed me that she took it upon herself to go to the friend's family to learn about everything that happened when he clearly didn't want to tell her for a reason. After she goes to the friend's family, she brings it up when they're eating and Hyunwoo gets really mad. He gets really mad and he walks out on her, but he walks out to go find the friend who told her about it and they get into a fight, blah, blah, blah. And I think Misu leaves him. He goes to work to find her. He's like asking the boss, where is she? The boss was so freaking irritating. Anyway, the boss drives off and he runs all the way with the car. He follows because he realizes that the boss is going to pick her up. So he's running. He sees that she gets into the car. He's still running after because she gets in and the guy drives off and he is running after it. And then the boss stops the car. She gets out. And he's like, I love you. She breaks the hug and she just tells him, like, stop running so you don't trip or something like that. And she walks away. Bro, this really broke my heart. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) this dude just ran all the way. So I guess that's how they break up. I think the night that he actually went to beat up his friend, he went to the aunt's restaurant again. And once again, she doesn't even question. She's just, like, so nice about it. And he thanks her for believing. He was like, even when no one else believes me, you're one of the people that believe me. Thank you very much, blah, blah, blah. So that's what he just wanted. He just wanted people who would trust him wholeheartedly without asking questions. And I think that's the one aspect that Miss Sue kind of failed at. But then again, it's because she actually really cared about him. I keep saying, but then again, please forgive me. <laughs> when Misu goes to visit her aunt, obviously her aunt tells her about that night that he came to see her blah 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 i think misu does some rethinking <laughs> she better have because she really got on my nerves so i told you how hyunwoo was working for the company that misu was working for they tell them that they have to move or something or they have to stop working together so obviously hyunwoo and his team had to find somewhere else he gets a job for one of the most popular radio shows and i think the radio show was kind of significant in this because in their first encounter she was listening to the radio show and i think it was the star of the radio show with the radio host yu yo's radio show i think that is his name the radio personality anyway so hyunwoo starts working for that as a video editor and the man is like asking do you want to say anyone's name and obviously he says to say misu and misu is coincidentally how convenient listening to the radio show and obviously she hears her name and she knows that kyun is working for that radio show and so she runs over <laughs> to go find him and he is like packing up because they just finished recording and She is standing outside the window. He looks at her. She is smiling. He takes a picture of her. And that's the end. Like, it was crickets for me. Like, when it ended, I was just like, oh, okay. I guess that was nice. Anyway, so yeah, that is basically what this movie is about. I kind of give you guys everything. But if there's anything that's inaccurate, forgive me. You can still watch it or check it out. Or if you have watched it and I'm talking about something that is completely different from what you watched. (laughs) And forgive me, I try to tell you guys about it based on my memory. Like I said, Jung Hyun and Kim Gwen are the main people. The person who plays the aunt, or whoever she is, is Kim Gook Hee. Yeah, that's the only person I want to talk about. 
even though i think it is worth watching i don't think you're gonna get anything from watching it or you're gonna be like oh that was a good movie it was just an okay movie for me so if you want to pass on this one i wouldn't blame you it was just so interesting like throughout the movie i felt uneasy i think that's what added to the fact that i didn't really enjoy it i was just uneasy because I felt like they wouldn't have a happy ending. The way things were going, like the back and forth, like we have a barrier, a challenge, and they have to leave each other to pull them apart, then they meet up again. I was just like, okay, if this is how it's going to keep going, maybe it's going to end on a bad note. And that's why when he told her that he loved her but then she just like walked away i thought that was how it was gonna end and to be honest i would have been satisfied i think it would have been better for me to just take it as a sad ending than to just have that ending that gave me nothing i still consider it to be a sad drama i couldn't smile like even when it ended to be honest literally i was just done i was just like okay like i was just staring at my screen like, okay what am i supposed to do now i felt the chemistry though i think they have really amazing chemistry anyway i'm just happy i have finally completed a kim going drama actually it's not a drama a kim going movie so yeah check out tune to love if you want to or not i'm going to end it here actually i think i should read the plot synopsis off of asian wiki is it on asian wiki yeah, so it is called Tune Into Love. It is a 2019 movie. It runs for two hours, if I'm not mistaken. That's why I couldn't finish it. Yeah, it says 122 minutes. So it's just a little over two hours. I think two hours and two minutes, which is interesting. What else is there to tell you guys about? The genre says that it is romance. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So here is the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff. It says, in 1994, on the first day when singer Yo becomes a DJ for the radio program, music album Misu, who is played by Kim Goon, meets Hyun Woo. He is played by Jung Hae-in. Oops, I think I told you guys it was 1997 when I was talking. My bad. <laughs> anyway, Hyun Woo is just released from a juvenile detention center and he enters the bakery store that is run by Misu and her older sister, Inja. I guess it is her older sister then, not her aunt. Hyun Woo begins to work part time at the bakery. At first, Misu is scared of Hyun Woo, but they get close and develop feelings for each other. Hyun Woo, though, carries heavy guilt from a fatal incident that occurred in his past, and he does not want to talk about that incident with anyone. This is also trivial, but when they had their second kiss, um, he asked her, are you still scared of me? I think that was actually really cute. As I was saying, one day Hyun Woo's friends appear at the bakery store and they leave with Hyun Woo. Misu believes Hyun Woo will not come back. Their relationship does not end there and they cross paths several more times in the future. <sighs> okay, that's it. They got good actors for it. Obviously, Jung Hae-in is an amazing actor. And so is Kim go and She's so gorgeous, bro. Like, there's just something natural about her. I just love her beauty. Oh, when she smiles. Oh, my gosh. Like, every time she smiled, it made me smile. Which is actually ironic because, like, the movie ends with her smiling. But I wasn't able to smile at that point because it was just really depressing. But in general, whenever Kim go and smiles, it makes me smile. She's really gorgeous. Anyway, thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. I'm so glad that you did. If you like content like this, and if you don't mind, please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content. Alrighty, guys, young. They're so adorable. So I think we had two kissings overall in this movie. 
one was basic and i actually appreciated the basic one because it was just so realistic of two anxious not anxious two nervous people who like each other and then the other one was actually quite steamy if i'm not mistaken so i think when they go home that is when they have the second kiss which is really cute I was watching it at night and my screen was that I couldn't even really see. So I was just like, okay, skip. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was steamy. Because um, I don't remember and I doubt it's going to be really accurate. So if I do say something and it never showed up in the movie, please forgive me. Or if I confuse the content that I'm talking about, then forgive me as well. So they had a lot of barriers in their relationship. The first one, actually, I don't know if I want to tell you guys the entire drama, I mean, movie. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to give it an attempt. Okay. The train, the plane is going by again. I keep saying a train. Um, I don't know if the mic actually picks it up. She is just like, she's obviously mad and she has every right to be mad. Not mad at, I don't think she has the right to be mad at him, but it's like whoever get, like whoever you can put the blame on will make it more bearable. That's what I think. And plus like everyone suspects that it is Hyunwoo who pushed, who pushed him. And like everyone suspects that it is Hyunwoo who pushed him off the roof. So like, but I'm just being honest and I don't think I can be that open to a certain group of people which is bad i know it's because like i'll be scared <laughs> which is really sad because some people actually go to prison for what they don't commit and like they're innocent but it's just really sad that once you have that label of an ex-convict like wherever you go you have that stigma that follows you lord forgive me i should not be like this as well but i was just really shook that there was no prejudice so i did appreciate the fact that they showed it it made me reflect as you can see it made me reflect on my own life so i'm glad that they showed that um but yeah i'm just letting you know that this will be a review rather than a recap i wanted it to be a recap since it's a movie and it's quite short but I don't know how possible it's going to be to give you guys quality content if it is a recap. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, I watched Tune Into Love on June 11th. June 11th? Hold up. I think that's a mistake. <laughs> I think I should have said June, July 11th. Hold up. I definitely completed it after I definitely watched it after I completed my liberation notes and I completed my liberation notes on July 9th. So yeah, okay, I watched it. The train is not the plane is going by. So let's just give a moment. Yeah, this is definitely a chill Jong Kayan type of content. It's not your typical type of open ending. It's just I wish they gave us more. So instead of saying it's an open ending, I just wish we had more at the end. Hi, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, Jir Chingu, and I'm glad you tuned in. Hi. So on this episode, I will be talking about a K movie that I watched. It is titled Tune Into Love. Y'all probably have watched it before me <laughs> because it is a 2019 movie. If I'm not mistaken, I watched it because I was looking for what to watch on Netflix and 
I remember that I always said that I wanted to watch that because if I watch it, it'll be the first Kim Goen content I will be consuming. So I'm happy that I have actually watched a Kim Goen movie. I wish it was a drama, but I'm kind of satisfied even with a movie. But then again, I also understand why she would have been mad. Like she wanted him to share a part of his life that he didn't want to share. And she felt like he was pushing her away. He didn't want her to know. And he said it. He's like, this is the one thing I didn't want you to know. And you're the one person I didn't want to know. Because it's like really, it's a part of my life that's really traumatizing. And that just paints me as this person. I don't want you to know it. Anyway, it was kind of complicated. But that really broke my heart. So the first barrier is a fight that happens and makes him stop working for her or for her bakery and her aunt's bakery, whatever. The second barrier is the fact that she forgot to write the password. <laughs> Jung Hyun is so fun. Oh my gosh. But anyway, I was happy to see Jung Yujin. I was really happy to see Jung Yujin. Okay, so yeah, that's basically what Tune In for Love was about. So I'm not saying definitely watch it. Like if you watch it, then good. If you don't want to watch it, that's also good. If you're contemplating watching and you want to know, like, is it going to be a waste of time? No, it is not a waste of time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just really sad to see Hyunwoo struggle. It felt like he was trying to move past his past. <laughs> he was trying to move on from his past, but he just couldn't because things would always remind him, like his friends would always remind him. He always felt guilty. It was just really sad. It was really depressing. And like all the white lies that he had to tell that turned into misunderstandings. Actually there was only one white lie about the fact that he didn't really tell her where he went that day and then she left him and whatever. And just for reference, today is July 20th. I did record another episode this morning. And I was telling you guys about the fact that I didn't know if I was going to have energy for this. So I took a nap <laughs> and I woke up and yeah, that's me recording now. I don't know if I'm going to put out this episode first or that episode. It was actually a chat with me that I recorded to tell you guys the dramas I'm watching. But whichever one you hear first, I don't think it matters, to be honest. Now I want to record for my liberation notes, but I don't know if I really want to record for it. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do it justice if I record for it right now. But you know, I'm just going to attempt. If it is a flop, then whatever. You're definitely going to hear the episode of my liberation notes before this, though. Because I want that to go out August 10th. Anyway, guys, peace.